You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, hey, what's up, Cowboys Nation? Welcome to another edition of Cowboys Roundup, brought to you by SB Nation's Blogging the Boys, where every day we bring you the latest and greatest Cowboys news and updates. My name is Dan Rogers. You may know me as Danny Phantom over on Blogging the Boys or on Twitter at DannyPhantom24. Today is Thursday, December 16th, 2021. We hope you are doing well. We hope you are having a good day. We hope you're having a good week. We hope you are ready for some MetLife Mojo as the Dallas Cowboys look to find their offensive mojo and get themselves back on track so we can start being happy again. We want to give a special shout out to all our new listeners. If you haven't yet, please do subscribe to the Blog of the Boys podcast network. Leave us a rating, write us a review, tell us what you think, anything you'd like to see us do differently to help improve your podcast listening experience. And as always, if you want to talk to me about anything at all, any hot topics, which Connor you think should be starting, or which different Cowboys player will score the next touchdown. Shout out to Todd Archer, as he had a tweet yesterday that said the Cowboys have had 16 different players score a touchdown this season. That's tied for the most in team history. He wants to know who becomes the 17th different player this season to score a touchdown for Dallas. Who do you think it is? I I lean towards Jeremy Sprinkle, simply because I think... All the receivers are basically taken, um, and I think maybe a tight end could sneak in there and, and score a touchdown. And he doesn't get a lot of playing time, And but if I had to bet on someone, that's where I'd go. What about you? Which guy you think scores the next touchdown? Let me know on Twitter, at phantom 24 So who are these New York Giants? Well, they have a record of 4-9. and nine. They are losers of two straight. They are 27th in the league in points scored. Their offense is terrible. They have five straight games with passing yards less than 200 yards. They haven't eclipsed six wins since the 2016 season. And unless they win three of their next four games, they're not going to get there again. So it's not looking good for the Giants. Speaking of 2016, after Dak lost his first two games to the Giants his rookie season, Prescott has now won eight straight games against the Giants, where he has totaled 19 touchdowns and three interceptions. And the Cowboys' offense has scored at least 35 points in each of Dak's last five games against them. So, if you're looking for a game for... Cowboys quarterback to get back on track, this is the game. CeeDee Lamb needs 110 yards to reach 
the 1,000 yard mark. So that's something that um, could happen on Sunday. Speaking of 110 yards, that is how many rushing yards Ezekiel Elliott had the last time he faced the New York Giants. It was also the last time Elliott himself eclipsed the 100-yard mark this season. Eight games have since passed, and Elliott hasn't even reached 50 yards in each of the last five games. But the Giants can help fix that. Last time they played the Giants, the Cowboys' offense, they had over 200 yards rushing. Both Zeke and Tony Pollard averaged over five yards per carry. So, again, this is a great opportunity for the Cowboys' offense and the Cowboys' running game to get themselves back on track. Speaking of which, head coach Mike McCarthy talked with the media on a Wednesday, and he was asked about the offensive struggles and if there was a common denominator that usually helps get things back on track. Let's listen in on what the head coach had to say. I, I, th- I would say the common denominator would be just to be blunt about it's your run game because, you know, every – Every successful quarterback has has the foundation of a run game in a, in a solid pocket. So, um, and I just think it, with, with that, we just got to you know stay committed to the run, you know, and and make sure we're you know we're, we're giving our guys, our perimeter players, clean looks on it on, on the outside. So it's you know getting back to basics, but don't you know let's not overreact schematically, you know, because we've been aggressive with the scheme, and 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 I'm not going to put you know I'm not going to hold Kellen back there. So we you know we. We still want to be aggressive. You know, we're playing against a defense that plays a lot of scheme. They play every front in football, so we, you know, we gotta, we gotta be able to combat that too. Because I, I think you can the mistake, and I've, I've been part of it in the past. You, you can pull back too much, and then, you know, you know, you get out there, and you don't feel like you have enough ammo on Sunday. So uh, I just think we gotta be smart there and just keep emphasizing the basics. Regarding the running game, offensive coordinator Kellen Moore said he thought the running game took a step forward last week. McCarthy was asked how he assessed the team's ground attack. Here's what he had to say about that. Quality efficiency was up. I think we were, what, 57% efficient, so we're 67% um, efficient with the run. So, I mean, that's, you know, you're getting close to where you want to be. So it definitely was a big improvement from New Orleans, clearly. So, um, you look, you know, we had a good day, you know, against the Giants, you know, last time we played them. So, you know, obviously that'll be a bigger challenge this week because, I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're obviously... That's going to be a focal point for them. So uh, we, we just got to stay the course. You know, we, we have a good plan. Uh, we got to get get it clean this week, and um, you know, make sure we carry our preparation into the game. There have been a hundred players over the last three days in the NFL that have tested positive for COVID. That is a record. Fortunately for the Cowboys, there have been no new players added to the COVID list. The Cowboys have been very mindful of COVID incidents, with placing an emphasis on the little things. Like recently, the Cowboys have increased the workspace for the offense and defensive team meetings, and they've even moved out to the concourse to, to spread those guys out. The Cowboys even had discussions about opportunities to get boosters. So the Cowboys are doing everything they can to try to help minimize the effect of what COVID could have to their football team. On Wednesday, the Cowboys had a reduced practice. They had a walkthrough type. Uh, since a lot of their guys went heavy on Sunday, left tackle Tyron Smith did not practice, and he has already been ruled out for Sunday's game. As of now, it appears that second-year player Terrence Steele is in line to fill Tyron's shoes at the left ta- tackle spot. Now, Ty Seki did come in 
uh, and play uh, left tackle for him last week. But you know, McCarthy said, you know, that's where the reps were. So, but now with a, a full week to prepare, it's 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 seeming like uh, Steele is going to get the call for left tackle against the Giants. The Cowboys had expected running back Tony Pollard to practice in a limited fashion yesterday, but he ended up not practicing as he continues to deal with a torn plantar fascia. The team is still optimistic for his availability on Sunday. Tight end Sean McKeon, who missed last week with a neck injury, was a full participant on Wednesday. Safety Donovan Wilson was designated for return as he's coming off a shoulder and chest injury that he suffered against the Kansas City Chiefs. He's missed the last three games, so the 21-day evaluation period officially begins for Wilson. The team also signed veteran defensive tackle Justin Hamilton to the practice squad and waived defensive back Deion Burton to make room. Hamilton has always been that roster mover. He's getting moved around to make room for other players. You know, he's played well in limited action. Um, of course, the Cowboys' defensive tackle position group is really stacked right now. I mean, I can't remember it being as strong it is as it is right now. So um, to the practice squad goes Hamilton. That's it for our updates for today. Make sure to check out all the great podcasts throughout the entire week. Every day we got something new for you. Later today we'll have a new episode of Riled Up with Roy White and Tom Ryle where they will preview the Cowboys' upcoming game with the Giants. But that's all for today. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hope you have the best day ever. Stay safe. Stay happy. Stay true to the silver and blue. We will catch you later. <laughs>